Alrighty, hello everyone and welcome to the Reform Dissenters. Thank you so much for joining us today and thank you so much for listening to us or watching us depending on uh, what platform you are on. My name is Bruce Johnson. I am joined here in South Dakota by Joseph Lassiter. Hello. And additionally, we have Jacob Johnson joining us today from Pennsylvania. So, Hello. <laughs> so you can find our show on a whole bunch of different platforms. Um, I would encourage you to check some of these out. Again, we are on a lot of pro-free speech platforms. So you can find us on Rumble. We're on Gab. We are on Gab TV. Uh, we're on Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a whole bunch of audio-only platforms, so you can check those out as well. And if that sounds like a lot and you don't really want to have to remember all of those platform names, well, you can go to our website, which is trdshow.net, and there you can find links to all of the platforms that we're on, and you'll be able to follow us that way, which is probably going to be a lot easier. Again, you can email the show at trdshow at protonmail.com and that's where you can ask us questions about the show give us suggestions ask us to read whatever pieces of literature you have in mind or send us news articles from your local state or national news you think you'd like us to cover so uh, our show today is since this is our kickoff show i'm going to walk you through what our normal show is going to look like and i'm going to do that really quickly because we only have half an hour for this show so we're going to try and get as much into it as we can which is an awful lot of content so we have a lot planned for today um first of all we're going to start by breaking down the current events that happened this week and then we're going to move into the literature of the month and when we do that we're also going to introduce the theme of the month so we're going to do those things simultaneously and and uh the literature ties in really well to the theme we picked this month so i'm really excited to share that with you our literature for this month or for yes for this month is knowing god by j.i packer um, so if you're interested in reading along with us and you'd like to kind of do the same study schedule we are doing, we're going to be reading about one to two chapters a week. Um, and maybe on our Gab page, we will let you know which chapters we'll be reading. We might jump around a little bit in the book because there's no way we'd get through the whole book in a month. But we do want to highlight some of the most important things in the book that we think tie into the theme of the month really well. So we're going to talk about that uh, during that segment as well. I also want to introduce our verse of the week. So we often try to tie our verse into the theme of the month. And again, we're going to get into that theme a little bit later. But um, here's the verse for the week. And this is just something to consider. This is 2 Corinthians 5.15. And it says, And he died for all, that those who might live no longer live for themselves, but for him for their sake for uh for him who for their sake died and was raised and that's again second corinthians 5 15 and that's the esv version that i am reading from so let's move into our first segment which is breaking down the current events of the week who wants to kick it off this week i'll, I'll kick it off so starting with my first article so i i've picked three articles the first two are going to be quite short because I want to make the third one a bit long because it's something I really want to talk about and I think is very important that we talk about. But the the first two, uh, the first one being, the headline is, the Steelers unvaccinated players will have to wear yellow wristbands. They are making this the, the players on the Steelers team are required, if they're unvaccinated, 
to wear yellow wristbands. So, and my whole thought process for this is, why? Why are they making them wear wristbands? But it, it's all to mark the people who do not listen to what they say, basically. Mm, yep. The non-compliant people. And we see this through history, this also happening in, in Germany with the Yellow Star of David and how the Germans marked Jews with the yellow, with the yellow star. Mm. And, and we know how history likes to repeat itself and it's repeating itself again. And when Jews were marked with this star, afterwards they, these people marked with the star were taken to concentration camps and sent to gas chambers. Again, I want to make that one short. That's probably all I'm going to be saying about that one right now, but that's something to think about. Again, thinking also about history likes to repeat itself. Number two, I looked on the local news website for my town and what comes up on the very first thing that I see is how to get your vaccine, how to get your experimental jab, everybody. <laughs> go out there and get that experimental jab. You, you must. The government tells you to. <laughs> but now, even even the small little towns, the the these small places. It's not just these big cities. These small places are also being indoctrinated and mm. are indoctrinating you. Yep. Very good point. Everybody has an, an agenda. Everybody has a bias. Just which biases do you want to be biased by? Third headline, and this is the one I really want to get into. Uh, Disney premieres its first ever LGBTQ love song. <laughs> wow. I, mm, yes. <laughs> Their goal, this, this here is indoctrination, indoctrination at its finest. Uh, in, not, not to mention this, this love song is in a children's show. Hmm. This is not your wow. basic show that you find on Netflix or on Disney Plus or anywhere else. This is a children's show yep. meant for children. Their goal, the, the whole left agenda, is to change the next generation, to yep. indoctrinate the children, to, to confuse them and manipulate them. Yep. And my problem with this is us as Christians are just letting this happen. We're just going along with this. And it goes back to our verse of the week last week. We have lost our saltiness. We need to get it back. Exactly. Have, our culture is being pushed around by every wind of doctrine. Hmm. Yep. That's great. Thanks. We have to get back involved. And that is starting with not sending your children to indoctrination centers. Mm. And a lot of people have a problem with this, the, the LGBTQ community. And I, I have a Bible verse. I have a scripture passage that I would like to read. And this makes it clear and simple. And this is in 1 Corinthians 7, 2. But because of the temptation of sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife, 
and each woman her own husband. Hmm. It is a man and a wife. Not a man and a man, not a wife and a wife. It is a man and a wife. Clear yep. and simple. Amen. Nice. Thank you, Jake. Did you have any others? Nope. That was those those are mine. Very cool. Well, Joe, do you want to go next? I can do that. So my three topics that I came up with were um I'm I'm just gonna list them out at the beginning. One of them was how the governor of California um, stated that, if I can get rid of this X, um, unvaccinated people uh, or compares unvaccinated people to drunk drivers, and how the um, federal agency has now has mandates for COVID-19, and how the FDA accidentally released a major side effects for, um, uh, I'm sorry, ver- various side effects for from taking the COVID-19 vaccines. A list of side effects? Yes. Wow, nice. Yes. Yeah. So, and I think maybe you would be able to post that picture up a little bit later. Yep, That'll be, um, that will be on the screen. But anyway, I wanted to start and go back to how... The governor, governor of California, um, stated how the the fact that if we are not getting vaccinated, we are just like making a decision of drinking and driving. If you if you drink and drive, you are causing people to get hurt. And this is just from what the governor has said. This is not my 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 state at all. And how. If you don't take the vaccine, you're not protecting other people. Well, my opinion is is if you are taking the vaccine as to what the FDA has stated, this list of different side effects, you're actually causing yourself more harm and harming more people with getting giving people the vaccine because it causes it can cause a lot more deaths and a lot of other different side effects and especially since this uh COVID-19 uh variant uh no the COVID-19 the vaccine the vaccine yes thank you the vaccine is now more of a gene so many v words yes very very many uh, v words keep track of um how it's gene therapy to help your lungs supposedly um Yep. So there's a lot of very much risks in those things. And if you want to see the entire list of different side effects, Bruce will definitely post that up on the... Yes. And all a lot of these um, articles and uh, links, all the links that we just talked about, the articles, the pieces of news we just talked about, um, will be available in the show notes. So if you're accessing this on YouTube, Rumble, wherever you are, you can look at these articles and read them for yourselves um, because we believe this is it's very important for you to do your, re- your own research. That's a big part of this. And then the last um, topic I wanted to get into was how the, the first federal agency mandates uh, COVID vaccines, and it is now um, stating that the Department of Veterans Affairs will require health care employees to receive COVID-19 vaccines. Wow. And uh, according to Dennis, Dennis McDonald, we are a mandate. Uh, 
This is his quote. We're mandating vaccines for Title 38 employees because it is the best way to keep veterans safe, especially as Delta variants, uh, yeah, variant spreads across the country. And I just got to thinking, what is the um, title? What was it? Title 38? Title 38, for those of you who do not know, it's just a special sp- pay amount to the healthcare workers or any of those different type of workers, so dental, um, healthcare, medical, um, all those individuals. And what Title 38 is is just an extra bonus to try and get people to come in and work for them, and it provides health care and what was the other three? two things it's special salary rates premium pay and physician and a dentist pay wow very nice uh were, were those all of the that is all that i had nice it's a bit rusty this time yeah no we're this is our kickoff episode so this is the very first actual episode besides the introduction that we've done so we are uh, doing our best to put this together and we're going to learn a lot as we go through this process. So yes, very, very cool. So I only have two articles that I want to talk about, but one of them I got a little sidetracked. I had more I wanted to discuss, but I spent so many hours doing research and collecting evidence and facts that um, I decided I, I didn't have time to talk about any other ones. So I want to kick off my part of this with uh, <laughs> a little bit of comedy but it's totally true it's a totally real article from the babylon b um <laughs> so it's <laughs> i love this headline to defeat the delta variant experts recommend doing all the things that didn't work the first time to defeat the massive scary definitely world-ending wave of covid being driven by the delta variant of the deadly frightening disease you should remain afraid of for the rest of your life experts are recommending we try all the things that didn't work the first time, which I think perfectly epitomizes exactly what we're trying to do right now. Um, And uh, we, we listen to Steve Dace a lot and he uses the term uh, COVID Stan. And as he said a lot this week, COVID Stan is in full effect right now. It's, it's making a huge comeback and we're all going to have to start fighting a lot of the same fights that we fought last year in terms of masks. And now we're adding the vaccine debate on top of it. So definitely look into resources you had last year that you used when you're discussing things with people and, and might want to brush up on your COVID facts because it's, it's all coming back with a vengeance. So my second piece of um, news that our piece of current events that I wanted to talk about um, is, is a really big thing. And it's a debate that's been going on for a long time. But I have a list of facts and I really just want to read through some of these. I don't want to do a lot of um, talking as opposed to this because I just don't have the time. Uh, but this is a big thing and I would really encourage you to look into it and really research this stuff and, and keep looking. Look deeper beneath the surface. Don't stop looking after the first 10 articles you find on Google. Use things like DuckDuckGo or I even use the Brave browser with DuckDuckGo so that I see uncensored-ish a list of news articles and they aren't the top ones that Google wants you to find. They're the ones that have the real data. So I would encourage you to do that research. But the, the headline is Capitol Police Officer says... January 6th is a bigger threat to America or was a bigger threat to America than the 2020 riots that happened across America. And um, so the details with this are on July 28th, Capitol Police Officer Harry Dunn 
uh, said on CNN that the riot on 1-6 in 2021 was a bigger threat to America than the riots during the summer of 2020. And a quote that kind of sent chills down my back because now they're just saying it. They're outright saying all the things we claimed they believed. And they were like, no, we don't believe that. No, free speech is still important to us. Well, now they're saying it and they're saying it's not clear, clear as day. His quote is, um, Capitol Police Officer Harry Dunn said, we need to make sure we're prepared and we continue to, get this, shoot down all rhetoric that could possibly lead to violence. That's not even talking about violent rhetoric. That's talking about rhetoric that could possibly lead to violence. Let, let that sink in. The First Amendment doesn't matter these, to these people anymore, and it's clear as day. So I, I want to talk about really quickly. I want to list some of the facts that about uh, the so-called summer of love, the riots of 2020, and the uh, what actually happened on January 6th. And there are two facets of January 6th that I want to talk about. But I'm going to run through this list really quickly, and I want you to kind of weigh this for yourself. So um, at least 25 people were killed during the so-called summer of love. 25 people. Somewhere between $1 to $2 billion worth of damages were incurred because of the riots. Good men like David Dorn were murdered for attempting to keep rioters from harming their stores or other people. And I would encourage you, if you haven't already, look up the story of David Dorn. Uh, I don't have time to get into it, but it's it's a heartbreaking story, and you should really delve into that. Um, there is a list of uh, officers who were brutally harmed or, or murdered during this so-called summer of love. Um, and I'll post that list in the uh, show notes for this video. But again, I can't really get into it because I don't have a ton of time to get into that. But it's really it's really good to look into. Um, and the reason we have a list of officers specifically is because they're required to report injuries um, and all that kind of stuff to the police. And we have that on public records. It's a little bit harder to find records like that about people who were harmed uh, in the private sector or um, individuals who were harmed who were not police. So that's why we have that list. Okay, so there's a lot more to talk about about the riots of 2020, but those are some of the basics. Okay, let's, let's list some of the things uh, that we know for sure. There's a lot of confusion around January 6th, and I think that's by design. They want it to be confusing. They want it to, they want to you know, push their narrative that we're all um, crazy fanatics, all Trump supporters, all people who think that way, all conservative Christian people are extremists who want to end democracy. That's their agenda. And so it's purposefully ambiguous to try and figure out it, all the facts regarding this. But here's some of the facts that we do know. The riot on January 6th, the riot part, it's important. There's a distinction. There's a riot part and there's a protest part. And I'm going to break those down a little bit later. The riot only lasted six hours, just six hours and it was over. Five people's deaths are attributed to 1-6, but here's what they don't tell you. Well, they do, but you really got to delve into it. Five people were not murdered on January 6th. One person was shot and guess what? They were shot by the Capitol Police. Three died from natural causes, heart attacks, and one died from a drug overdose. So uh, take that as you will. Uh, multiple wow. sources report that Capitol Police were not armed in riot gear, which is very strange because ordinarily for protests like this, especially at the point it had, it had reached at that point, they should have been prepared for this. And a week before, weeks prior to that, um, 
there were major riots in Washington, D.C. because of the uh, police brutality BLM uh, riots that were happening. So there are lots of pictures, videos of cops in riot gear. So we know they were prepared. They already had everything there. They weren't prepared, seemingly, um, for this. Uh, They were told to stand down during the riot. They opened gates and doors to the Capitol building. Um, I could really go into all of this so much, but we just don't have the time. But I would encourage you to look into all of these things. There is video after video showing Capitol Police simply stepping aside and allowing people to walk in. Um, additionally, um, we, we, there are reports of some BLM and Antifa members being there. You can look into that a little bit farther. I wasn't able to completely validate that uh, 100%, but... I would encourage you to look that up as well. Um, There are even videos of people trying to prevent others from smashing and breaking things, which shows that it was a mixed crowd. There were people who who were there who were actually part of the riot that were trying to help things. There's so much more I could say about this, but that's all I'm going to say in regards to that. I want to sum things up by saying I have a few points just to sum it up. I don't believe either of the events in question were done in a biblical manner. Um either last year or the riot part of January 6th. Neither were biblical, neither should be contoned. Um, Both included violence for violence's sake, which is not biblical. Um, Being emotional and and, and saying, you know what, I feel really mad right now. Everyone around me is feeling the same way. Let's go get violent together. That is clearly an emotional, violent response, which is not condoned by scripture. Um, Neither accomplished anything productive or beneficial for our society. Um, so the, the, the riot part of January 6th, not helpful at all. And obviously neither were the 2020, um, uh, uh, summer of love. Neither were those riots either. And most importantly, neither were approached with a devotion to God. Now remember that that's going to be part of our theme this month. Neither were approached with a devotion to God. However, this is important until the riot broke out. Many of the speakers in protest members who were interviewed, protest members who were interviewed, held Christian principles and were there because they believed that the lies surrounding the election needed to be spoken out against. And I could say so much more about this. I wish I could get into it. But I do want to link this to a biblical passage, which is Proverbs 31.9. And it says, open your mouth, judge righteously, Defend the rights of the poor and needy. So biblically, we are told to open our mouths, judge righteously, defend those who can't defend themselves. Um, And so my whole point is, I know we want to defend the rioters, and I think some of them probably should be defended. A lot of the people who were in the Capitol actually weren't violent. They were led in there. It's a whole confusing thing that I could say so much more about, but I want us to Focus on protecting and defending the protesters, the people who were there with Christian intentions and were there as Americans who realized it was their responsibility to stand up against some of this stuff. So that's what I wanted to talk about. I know I went a little bit over with my segment, but I think I got to most of the key things there. So anything you guys want to add to any of your articles or anything before then or or anything we just said, sorry, before we move on. Cool. All right. So. Now we're going to move into the literature of the week segment. And so, like I said before, the literature of the week this week is Knowing God by J.I. Packer. And uh, I've got the, you know, got the book here and Jake's got his set up on his shelf. So, (laughs) yep, there it is. Um, So, yep, and Joe's got his. Yep, got a copy. So, 
that's the uh, book that we're going to be reading this month. And so we read chapters one and two um, this month. Um, and I think most of us for the majority got through chapters one and two, but also some of us might choose to highlight different you know, segments of different chapters. So, um, but yes, we, we went through chapters one and two and the, um, the theme of this month is actually something that Joe, uh, asked, uh, to be the theme, put it, put that name into the hat. And, um, the theme for this month to kick off our show is devotion to God above all else, devotion to God above all else. So before anything else, our devotion to God is to be the most important thing um, in every aspect of life. Everything that we do, think, say, and talk about to others. Um, anything you guys want to talk about real quick about the uh, – really quickly about the, the theme you wanted to mention? Yeah, the, the reason why I kind of figured that this would be a really good um, kickoff topic was because, for one, why are we doing this podcast? I mean, we have – we have a main verse. We, we're talking about the news. But really, why are we doing this? And it's to spread, honestly, spread the new, good news, to spread the gospel, to uh, find truth in what is going on in, in the world today. Yeah. And all of that with a devotion to God first from a, from a biblical perspective. I, I also have something. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I wanted to say this is important. Because having a devotion to God and the Bible is critical. Without it, there would be no, no way of fixing the current problems of today. Um, in, in the book, it talks about we must have the right mindset when talking mm. about having a devotion to God and, having, and knowing more about God. We, we have to have the right mindset. And the right mindset for us going into trying to fix things in culture is having that devotion and yes. doing all of this for God. And that, yes. that fits with what we want to have right. a devotion to God. And I think a big part of it too is who we align ourselves with, right? Um, I know a lot of people want to be like, well, I'm pro-Trump or I'm a Republican or uh, whatever. Um, and it's it's tempting to want to align yourself with another group of people. But I think it's it's important that we align ourselves with God first, and that's going to affect who we align ourselves with, right? I might have supported some of the principles that Trump did, some of the things that Trump did, right? Um, but I'm not what you would call pro-Trump. I'm not someone who says, yeah, Trump's the best, and, and anything Trump does is great, you know? Um, my devotion to God comes before my affiliation with a political party or with a political candidate or a, a presidential candidate or a president. Uh, my devotion to God should be above all of that, including my, my country, right? Um, Christ should be the most important thing, not just the American flag, right? It's, it's, it's our Christian um, values that I think are important and which is why, you know, that's what I think of when I see the American flag. But a lot of times, you know, we just support those sorts of patriotic things because that's traditions, what we've always done. And I'm like, well, they, maybe they don't, maybe they don't actually mean that. Maybe they don't represent those things anymore. So anyways, we're going to get into a lot of that. Um, but that's our theme for the month. So we have a few questions in regards to the literature of the month, which again is Knowing God by J.I. Packer. 
And um, I'm going to ask the first question, and then we're going to go around, and um, we'll each we'll each take a crack at it. We'll each answer it based on the reading that we did this uh, this week. So, uh, first question is: What did you find most interesting about the chapters? So, something I found most interesting is in the book uh, we find it talking about a man, how a man who seeks God seeks to know God would be more knowledgeable than a man who seeks to know man or seeks to know just the world. Um, I have I have a quote here directly from the book that says, we are cruel to ourselves if we try to live in this world without knowing about God, whose world it is, and who runs it. The world becomes a strange, mad, painful place, and life in it a disappointing and unpleasant business for those who do not know God, know about God. Disregard the study of and and you sentence yourself to stumble and blunder through life blindfolded, as it were, with no sense of direction and no understanding of what surrounds you. This is this way you can waste your life and lose your soul. That is found in chapter one, page nineteen of the version that I have. Um, and also. The study of God uh, is in, is the most practical thing anyone can can do because it, in order to understand the world, we must first understand the creator of it. So we must know. So God created the world, so He knows how it works. So understanding Him will better help us understand how the world works and how how we must change it or fix it so awesome yeah great observation uh joe you want to go next sure the out of what i read i there was a part that in there i really really liked it it was the question of uh oh let me just pull it up actually (laughs) i'm gonna butcher it if i don't read it but it was (laughs) the um the question of Um, quotes why? are good things to have. <laughs> yes, they are. And I'm quoting exactly from the nice. book. So uh, the question was that it proposed was, why need a, why need anyone take time off their day, uh, off today for the kind of study you um, propose? Like, for why should we take time and, and have devotion with God? And a little bit later on page 19, it explains how that without a devotion to God, you essentially don't have a purpose. You, with a devotion to God, you have a purpose. You feel the purpose. You, you actually have a reason to live, if you will. Actually, to be honest, you do. Because a lot of people today, now, day and age, they're like, well, truth isn't the truth anymore and so why do we need to live mm, and exactly that's just the, one of the what's your what's your pur- what's the purpose of life right mm-hmm. how, how do we become fulfilled how do we fulfill ourselves yeah and without devotion we are just we have no purpose but mm. if we are devoted to god spent taking time out of our day to read his scripture to learn and glean from his word we yes. have that purpose yes Yep. And and I think back to the passage that says no man can serve two masters. We are either serving God or we are against God, right? And so mm-hmm. if we're not devoted to him, then we are against him. 
and and we're not if we're not serving him then we are serving uh the devil yep so serving satan um yeah great observations guys very good observations um so my uh answer to this question what did you find most interesting about the chapter uh or chapters in this case is um in chapter one uh, Packer talks about the distinction between knowing information about God simply to know that information as opposed to studying aspects of God and his word so that we can conform to him and change our lives and, and by extension those around us, the lives of those around us and our culture, right, to be full of Christ and less full of the world. So motivation, is, is important. Why are we learning what we learn, right? Um, it's important that we continue to seek information, right? And uh, there's lots of passages I'm about to talk about that uh, uh, demonstrate that. But we need to make sure that our motivations are sound, right? Seeking information just for information's sake, just being more of yourself with some more information tacked onto it is not biblical. It's not what we're meant to do. We're supposed to become um, less of us and more of Christ, right? We are supposed to be changed. We're supposed to conform to the word of God and be less of the old sinful man and more of the new man we are in Christ. So um, there are many examples of why we should continue, continue uh, assuming our motivations are right. There are lots of examples that Packer goes through about why we should, uh, that refer to why we should continue to seek information, right? Um, Psalm 19, he lists, he lists so many examples in Psalm 119. Uh, it says, teach me your decrees. Another verse or another verse says, open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. Uh, another verse says, how sweet are your words to my taste? Sweeter than honey to my mouth, right? So searching, my point of that is searching for information about God isn't wrong, but it needs to be uh, taken from the, it needs to be searched in the right way, right? From the right perspective, right motivation. Um, blessed are they who keep his statutes and seek him with all their heart, which ties back into our theme, right? Seeking him with all of your heart. And why? So that you can be less of you and more of Christ, less of the sinful man that you are or were and, and more of, of Christ. Um, there's also 2 Corinthians 3.18, which says, And we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one de degree of glory to another. Um, so those were some of my takeaways for what the, uh, um, what the most interesting things that I found from, the, from chapters 1 and 2. All right, next question. What part of the reading do you think most applies to the theme of the month? So our theme is devotion to God above all else. Um, what uh, part of, of, this, of this reading do you think fits with that theme the best? So, all right, what I came up with was seeking of God is more beneficial than the seeking of man. In order to bring this world back under control... We must first have that devotion to God. We must first be devoted to God. And as mm, Packer yes. says, that without, without that mindset or that devotion, without having 
God, God in the forefront, it, it will ultimately fail. Hmm. Yep. Anything mm -hmm. that we do. Like the French Revolution. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we must go into everything with the devotion, with that devotion to God and with the mindset of wanting to bring everything back to God. Yes. All right. We do not want to bring things back to our own understanding mm. and using our own understanding to want yep. to bring stuff back, but that we have that devotion to God and have him in the forefront. Uh, another another um, passage, and this is brought up at a camp I was at, that we have to this is in this was in uh, Psalms, but we want to magnify God and lower ourselves, mm. make Him more than us. So, yeah, yep, exactly, exactly, and and that is all related to getting priorities straightened out, right? Before we try to change culture, we have to make sure that. We're doing it from a biblical standpoint. We're doing it with the right motivations. And our hearts are, we're continually working to put off sin and we're working to be conformed to Christ. And what we're doing here is an outflow of that, an outpouring, right? So rather than starting from, I want freedom because I want to be free to do whatever I want to do, which is what the French Revolution was. They didn't like the aristocrats. They didn't like, uh, you know, the people in the upper class. And so they're just going to behead them. <laughs> and, so, and, and that was their that was their foundation. And that's why it was so different from the American Revolution. We started with the Bible. We started from a biblical position. And then we saw, hey, King George um, isn't doing what he should be doing. Right. He's um, not allowed to do this like this isn't OK because the Bible says that we're well, what, what can we do about this? And so then they. We're like, okay, we're going to declare independence. We're going to go through this process. We're going to do it right, and we're going to do it from a biblical perspective. They were devoted to God first, and that allowed them to have an outpouring and, and, and change the culture with an outpouring of, of Christ and the, and the Bible. All right, Joe, go for it. I mean, honestly, um, the, the question that I brought up was purpose in life to be – you really don't have a purpose in life unless you actually have a devotion to God. And that's, that's the main thing that really stuck out to me with the, the, for the theme. Um, but I also was at the church camp with Jacob and that was, that was the best analogy that I had heard of for got to make God higher than what we make ourselves. Hmm. Nice. Yep. And in this world, we want to be popular. We want to be the number one. <laughs> I mean, yep. looking at everybody on, on music, on actors and actresses, they always are trying to be up to the top. Mm. They don't have that devotion to God like they need. Right. Yep. Yep. Their priorities are all out of whack. Yes. Um, so um, in chapter two, 
which is uh, on, on page 28 in my copy. I'm assuming all the copies are probably the same, but I'll just state the page name anyways in case you want to look it up. But uh, chapter 2, page 28. Um, in talking about people who know God and have a deep desire to be conformed to his image, Packer says, while their God is being defied or disregarded, they cannot rest. They feel they must do something. The dishonor done to God's name goads them into action. Um, and I think this is the kind of devotion uh, we had in mind when we picked the theme of the month, right? It's devotion that spurs Christians to action. We can't just sit by while God's name is being defiled. We can't sit by while he's being dishonored. We're so devoted to him and his word and the truths of his gospel that we can't just sit by and do nothing while his name is being dishonored. Um, and so when I read that in the book, I was like, oh my goodness, wow. <laughs> That's that like pretty much, I, th I think, um, and feel free to have a different perspective on it. But I, I feel like that sums up what we meant with this theme um, pretty well. Was that, am I accurate? Mm-hmm. Another thing, what, what was that exact statement that you were saying about how we need to, or his name being dishonored? What yes, while saying? their God is being defied or disregarded, they cannot rest. The dishonor done to God's name goads them into action. That's kind of, well, what came to my mind is when it was stating the dishonoring of God's name, that's kind of what unbelievers are doing, and we need to stand up whenever we hear Lord's name taken in vain. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And that's uh that's a tricky one, right? Cuz it's so I think it's it's the the culture is just so used to it. They're so desensitized to hearing God's name taken in vain that you speak out against it and they're going to be like, "What? What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. That's a sin. That's wrong." Yeah, I didn't know you guys thought that was wrong, you know? Like <laughs> so um so yeah. Yep. Definitely. Well, unless you guys have anything you want to add uh, really quickly, that is going to do it for our show. Any last words before we go? No, uh, everything we talked about is great. I, I like that. Great. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. Thank you for watching or listening to us on whatever platform you may have watched or listened to us on. Don't forget to subscribe, like, follow whatever the button is that makes you know that lets us know that you watched it you liked our content and you'll get notified for new content hit all the things thank you very much um if you are looking for platforms to uh other platforms to follow us on you can go to our website which is trdshow.net again that's trdshow.net and that stands for the reformed dissenters you can also find um you can also email us with questions or requests for content at our email address, which is trdshow at protonmail.com. Thank you so, so much for listening, and we will see you in the next episode.